everybody, Seth Weiner here, your Rockshaneer, and welcome to Coffee Connections, Insights with Innovators. And today, uh, I'm really honored to have a good friend and a great guest, Josh Shire, the Development Director of JELF. That's the Jewish Educational Loan Fund. Uh, prior to working at JELF, Josh has been around. He's a, he's a real New Yorker, real New Yorker, this guy. Uh, he's an alumni from New York University, and he's been doing fundraising for years. He, matter of fact, I think he got a start at the 92nd Y, 92nd Street Y. Why, you ask? We'll have to find out here in just a second. So uh, without further ado, uh, I'll bring Josh in. But if you don't know me, thank you for joining. My name is Seth. Again, I am your auctioneer. I'm a benefit auctioneer specialist. And over the last several months, Months, I've been spending a lot of time with other auctioneers around the country trying to figure out what we can do in this fundraising during COVID. So got a lot of answers, but today it's not about hearing from me. It's about hearing from Josh. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh. Seth, how are you? I'm good, sir. Welcome Thanks to for having the show. Me. Yeah, Absolutely. this is great. Well, before we begin, before we begin, I have to ask you a couple something very important. Okay. Is this it about is your coffee? jacket? No, it's about co it's his coffee connection. So, okay. Do you have a cup of coffee? I certainly do. So, my favorite cup of coffee, my favorite mm. mug. Oh, tell us about your mug. My mug is the uh, Georgia Atlanta's on the rise. Yeah, let's see it. Show everyone. I, I like it. Do you, can you see it? Is that good? Yeah, we got you. Okay. So this mug is great, and uh, it, it's inspiring, and all that good stuff. It contains good stuff, and it keeps me motivated. I drink a and lot of coffee. From Atlanta. Okay, so what? Tell us about coffee. Are you, uh, are you know, you, uh, I never used. I, I used to never drink coffee um, until I met my wife, and she got me hooked when I first met her many, many moons ago. She's been drinking coffee since she was one years old, one year old, one years old. They put a little <laughs> bit of coffee in her baby Baba, and the rest of it was milk, and so she's got years, decades on me, um, and I'm a huge coffee person. For what I do for Jelf, all I do is go out for coffee. All I do is take people for coffee and shoot the breeze and inspire them. Now, are you more of a drip coffee or do you like the French press? I have a French press. We don't have a drip in the house. I, I prefer iced coffee if I was, if you were twisting my arm, but. That was my next question, so that's frankly, good. Frankly, okay. you know, as long as it gets the job done, it's got to be strong and flavorful and not like from a can, like Don Francisco. No, that doesn't do it for me. And now you're a New Yorker, so what about the, the those little the little cups with the blue writing that you get in the the little the uh, <laughs> the, the convenience stores? You I like know? I like the design I of the, I like the design of the cup, but we call the contents brown water because it's usually tasting like garbage. So well, unless you put a lot of sugar. <laughs> right. Are you sugar or do you drink black? I, I like my sugar. I like my sugar with coffee and cream. Is that a quote from the Beastie Boys? Yes, mm, I like it light, right. light and sweet. All right. Light and sweet. Just like my favorite rock chenier. Oh, thank you. So tell us, tell everybody a little bit about JELF. Uh, what's your mission? What is JELF? Sure. So our organization, we only do one thing. But we do it very well. We give out interest-free college loans to Jewish students. Um, every year, hundreds of kids need help, and we are here for them. So they basically, they say to JELF, I'm going to Florida State University. I've put together a financial aid package of say $20,000. Uh, it's going to cost me about $25,000 though. So instead of going to a bank, instead of going to my credit card, can you help me? And so what we do is we really give out the gap. And so we are all about giving out last dollar 
interest-free loans. So the loans that we give out, get them over the hump with no strings attached. It's pretty cool. That's uh, that's what we do. Well, that, uh, that's, and how long has the organization been, in, uh, been around? We have been in existence for nearly a century and a half, which is pretty wild. So mm-hmm. in Atlanta, I'll take, let me take a step back. So in the late 19th century, there was, you know, B'nai B'rith, there was there's, yeah, the dis- there's the districts all across the country, B'nai B'rith, and district number five is the southeast. So that's Florida, Georgia, both of the Carolinas, and the state of Virginia. So when they were dividing up the country to build the orphanages in the late 19th century, Atlanta won the contest. And so there was an orphanage in Atlanta down near what used to be Turner Field on mm-hmm. Washington Street. The orphanage was built in the late 1880s, uh, only helping Jewish orphans. So if you're, you know... Your daddy got ran over by a train in Richmond, Virginia. They would send you and all your siblings to Atlanta, Georgia. And we helped tons of Jewish orphans for many, many, many decades. And um, the orphanage was in existence from about 1889 till 1930. And then there was a change in the orphanage movement. It kind of became out of style. So they repositioned the orphanage to kind of close up shop use their resources in a way to help the families in foster placement, mental health, um, other ways to kind of think about helping Jewish youth. So they renamed the organization from the Hebrew Orphans Home of Atlanta to the Jewish Children's Service. That was about 1930. And then a few decades after that, in the mid-60s, the organization evolved again to provide these orphans, which then became foster kids, with the money to get to college. And that was done through interest-free loans. And that is a, um, you know, it's the highest form of sadaka. It's from the Torah to give out a loan without carrying any interest. And so if I ever have to lend you money, Seth, I won't charge you interest because I'm a you, mensch. You realize the event industry is completely done right now. So I might be calling you up on that very soon. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, but just to back up. So in the 60s, when we started giving out these college loans interest-free, the organization pivoted and said, you know what, this is all we're going to do. And we have been giving out only interest-free college loans to Jewish students since 1961. We are approaching, I think, our 60th anniversary of just that, but a total of 140-something years of doing what we do, which is helping local Jewish kids. And it's, uh, it's very inspiring. There are so many people that we've helped out, and I have so many success stories for just, I could, you know, I could take up your whole day sharing them. And it's very inspiring. There's one. She works in, um, that's Leanne. She's a Jelfie. So instead of selfies, our students take photos and they call them Jelfies. She works in um, L.A. We put her through the University of South Southern California. So our students have to be from the southeast, the same five states that the orphanages served. And those five states, you have to reside in them. You have to be from them. But you can go to school anywhere. So if you prove could someone, it, Could yeah. someone that, that doesn't have – is it only for those that, that are in – economic crisis or can it so, do you yes. help people that are, you so know, these, that are okay? Yeah. These loans are need-based and that's the really the most important word at Jelf is we don't give money to kids that don't deserve it and they have to prove that they need our funds. So we have a very transparent process. You know, we don't just cut them a check. We don't really take, we take people's word, but we do all the due diligence that we can. We look at the family's taxes. We interview them face to face we get their whole story. We see, we don't necessarily give them what they ask for. They basically present us with what they've accumulated 
we do our research that says, okay, you're going to FSU. What's FSU going to cost? Time out. We're going to look that up. We're going to call FSU. We are going to research the standard living costs for Tallahassee. Then from that, we basically do our algorithm. We evaluate the situation and say, okay, you know, FSU is going to cost 25 all in. You've put together 20. Your family is really struggling. So we're going to give you that entire gap loan of 5,000. On the other end of the coin, if we see a family that's earning a ridiculous income, they're driving a Maserati, they really haven't demonstrated that they need our funds, we're probably going to say, tough noogies, this, this money is really for the students that need it the most. And there's a real spectrum of need that we realize. I mean, what's going on in the world right now, there's, it's, it's all a big gray area. It's a big fuzzy area of people that need help. And so we don't really rubber stamp everything. We don't reject people without giving it a lot of thought. We really try to not reject people, honestly. Um, students have to prove that they deserve it and we want to work with them. We really try to be a family. You know, we are like, you know, we're the Jewish aunt or uncle that you didn't have. And so we're a big, warm and fuzzy Jewish family. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so what about like right now? I mean, are, are, is there, are you seeing that there's a, a greater demand uh, or is there a cutback or are students saying, eh, I'm going to take a year off or is it, Hey, I, you know, you're seeing so, you know, yeah, more of a crisis that people need. It's This is our biggest year on record. We are experiencing a tsunami. So the answer to your question is this is our it's a it's a pretty crazy year for us. We have been kind of under the radar for a few decades. You know, you go to Temple and you hear about a family that's, you know, the dad passed away and they're a little broke as a joke. And so they should get a few shekels. Oh, there's an organization up in Atlanta. You know, you're from Coral Springs. So you might, you know, be driving down university, stopping at Las Fadas and getting your sandwich and going to shul. And you shouldn't, you, you should see a billboard for Jelf, but you don't. You didn't grow up seeing Jelf. You didn't grow up hearing about Jelf. And in recent years, thanks to the hard work of our board of directors and our CEO, we've really increased our marketing budget a lot. And over the last year, we actually hired an amazing marketing director. And he has um, been extremely innovative of how do we get the word out? How do we spread the word about Jelf? And so to answer your question, um, this year is busy because more kids are knocking on our door than ever before. Mm -hmm. We have about two and a half million dollars that kids asked for us. And we don't have that much money. We where do have, you get your money? Where do we get our money? We get um, all of our budget is allocated from, it's a website called yourrocktioneer.com. <laughs> I'm just, just joking. See? More like that. Um, <laughs> we are right? very fortunate that we have more than a thousand donors every single year. And they are generous with their money, but they're also very generous with their time. And I want to, I am consistently um, kind of floored that there are so many people that care about Jelf. It's mind boggling. Um, people that we have a board member whose kids just sent in their allowance money as a donation. We have kids from age eight up to, we have donors that are in their 90s plus. We have so many people that care about Jelf and we're really fortunate. Now, are you, are you seeing uh, the same donors year after year? Yes, we have a good retention rate. There are people in our system that have been contributing for well upwards of 20, 30, 40 years. It's really inspiring. There's a lot of legacy. And when I talk about the orphanage and when I talk about, you know, we were helping Jewish youth from Virginia down the coast in the 1890s. I mean, there are literally grandkids mm -hmm. of orphans that I've, I actually was in Winter Park, Florida 
a few months ago. And I met with a donor who's every year he cuts us his check for 360, which is very generous. He, his father was an orphan in the orphanage along with the, the father's siblings. They are all very successful. This guy in Winter Park is an architect, nice guy. Upwards, I think he's about 88 years old. And it's just, it's very inspiring. And I, I you know, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a jaded New Yorker. And so to come, to come where everybody in New York is Jewish to Atlanta and to the Southeast to learn about all these nuanced Jewish communities and how people really care for each other, it's really nice. It's very inspiring. Keeps me, kind of keeps me going. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I'm wonderful. Pumped, I'm pumped about Jelf. I drank the Kool-Aid, Seth. Did you? I drank it. You mean the Manischewitz? <laughs> uh, so that's wonderful. Um, I know that you, you, you. So I know that you guys don't do typical galas and auctions because if you did, I know a guy you'd hire. <laughs> no, but for real though, like you do things a little differently, and and they we seem have to a, work do, for you. We do have a Jelf secret sauce for our events. Yes. And you recently had to change, as everyone did, and you mailed these out. By the way, these are this. Uh, Really nice stationery. Like, Thank I really, you. really, yeah, that's really. A die, that's a die cut just... invitation that we sent out to every donor, every former recipient. They feel the love just like you did. Um, you know, it's 2020 and the world is very weird. Uh, we talk about this. What, what, yeah. what, what party like is 2020? What, well, party at home, you know, we have to, we had to try to have some fun with the pandemic and we tried to make it fun through a virtual event. We figured that. Every nonprofit organization out there is going to try to pivot and try to get creative. And we moved pretty quickly with some board members and leadership to get a virtual event off the ground. We pretty much executed the event within about six weeks time, which is pretty crazy. Um, we were very fortunate that there, we got a great speaker. She's a, she, she's a professor at Wharton. She wrote a book all about perseverance and getting through difficult times. And you might've seen it at the bookstore. It's called Grit. Um, and the author, Angela Duckworth, was interviewed for, by a Jelf past president. And um, we really were pretty lucky that, you know, to get people to tune in on the virtual event here, we had a list on the back of it. You'll see it right there. That's 150 Jelf donors that said, you know what? We love your events. Yeah, put my name on the back. I'll hawk my friends to come. I'll get them to donate. These virtual events, there's there's about to be a flood of virtual events. So Jelf is going to be the first. We got a we got a leg up on them, and it really was great. We had about 500 people tune in. Um, wow. The the event was what, smashing what, success. Tune in. Where did they tune in? Was it uh, stream so Facebook we, we, or was it a private stream? We did a private stream that you had to give us your name and address and where you're tuning in from because you know we've got donors from all across the country. I need to know. You know, there's not there's a lot of Seth Wieners out there. There's a lot uh, of John. There's only one Seth Weiner. <laughs> there's a lot of John Doe's. There's a lot of John Schwartz's. So we we, we need sure. to know is this Seth Weiner, Seth Weiner, or John Schwartz from Boca Raton, from Atlanta, Georgia, from Los Angeles, California. So we wanted to capture as much data from people as possible. Understood. Um, where, where, what, what software did you guys use to bring them in? Uh, or was it where was the stream hosted? We worked with a vendor that one of our board me members recommended, um, mm -hmm. and they basically did like a. How do I say this? They they worked through YouTube on their own independent platform. Sure, because probably they, uh, OCS or whatever OC. Yeah, they they have very sophisticated sophisticated technology because they this vendor Lime Crane. I'm going to give them a plug because they did a great job. Um, Lime Crane works with vendor with like clients like McDonald's for their shareholders meeting for fifty thousand mm -hmm. clients 
50,000 viewers. So we didn't have that many, but we wanted to be prepared because yeah. some of these, some of this technology can crash, honestly. And we did not want to do, we didn't want to have to um, endure that misery when you right, so got. So walk me through this. So, so now someone, they got, they, they went ahead and got the invitation. Yes. They told you they want to go. They get a link yes. to join you all. Yes. Now, what was your programming like and how did you raise funds? I will tell you. So we, at our in-person events at Jelf, which you'll come to the next one, but we, we pride ourselves on starting our events on time and ending them on time. And so we were determined to run a tight ship virtually also. Um, we really try to entice people through a unique speaker, which we did with Angela Duckworth being interviewed by Marianne Garber, our past president. Um, the event itself, we kind of dangle like a carrot and we always try to have people learn a little bit about Jelf before we get to the meat of the presentation. So we had um, our CEO deliver opening remarks. We had two of our board members welcome the group. We had our board president introduce an impact video. And the video was really well produced by another vendor that we work with, um, showing students that are dealing with COVID. So how are the students that we are helping, how are they doing on campus or off? Are they, you know, are their parents okay? Are they okay? And we had literally students take videos of their faces uh, describing their current experience in the pandemic. We made that a three minute video embedded into the virtual event. And after they shared their story, our board president shared why we need our donors to step it up. And she basically mm -hmm. asked them to contribute, make a donation. Yeah. We were very lucky to have three of our most major donors offer a matching gift. Oh, the matching gift was each, each of these individuals and families gave $25,000. So we, it was our ambition to match up to or more than $75,000, which we did. And it was very mm -hmm. awesome. And we are very grateful to all of them. Now, how did someone give at that point? Did they mail a check? Did they sure. plug we'll something in online? Like, so yeah, jelf.org slash donate is the name of the game. Uh, checks. So you're tracking it like that right there. It's on, Every, so you're not using a third-party software. You're going right we through We do your, it ourselves. Yeah. We have jelf.org slash donate. We have our own online donor platform. Uh -huh. Checks, stock transfers, wire transfers. <laughs> how many people... How many people uh, tuned in uh, to the live broadcast? We had about 500 tune in, wow. 500 unique people. And then what we did, after all is said and done, mm -hmm. and the event was over, the vendor that we worked with put it immediately on YouTube for people right. to watch. And what they right. did is to tune into the virtual event, you have to still do a form of registration so that I can okay. at least capture you know, the Seth, Seth Wieners in the world from North Dakota. I need to know where you are so I can come and visit you and take you out for coffee. So what was the uh, success rate for post? Did you see like $20,000 come in or do you see $200,000 come in? What, uh, all set, what all set or in, even what yeah. percentage uh, was post versus during? All said and done, we raised about $200,000 and change. Um, mm -hmm. The vast majority of those funds actually came in after the event. You know, when we have an in-person event where you have, you know, put the lights up, show the video, everybody does a round of applause, you know, give us your pledge cards. That doesn't exist virtually and you got to get creative. So for us, every single invitation, like you just held mm -hmm. up, had a beautiful pledge card in it that says Jelf opens doors because the money that we give to these kids opens the doors to their dorm room, to their uh, classroom. And the back right. of it has all your giving information, credit card, the gift amount, 
you know, do you want to have a matching gift from your employer? Do you want to leave us in your mm -hmm. will? Every single invitation had a pledge card. So right. every week we still get gifts every single week since the event. And we've raised north of $200,000. So that's an important thing, folks that are listening, that are fundraisers. Uh, consider that. Take that in. Sit with that. Because what you do with your event is so vital yeah. because you move it, you move it online, etc. But it lives. It has a life of its own. And it can, you can actually raise a lot more money yeah. by keeping it up and out there. So think about that with your programming. Um, and it sounds like you all did. And it sounds yeah. like it was a success. So where you are today, looking forward, looking at this future, looking at the fall, mm -hmm. and thinking about fundraising, what are the challenges you're facing? What are the questions you have about how you're going to do fundraising moving forward? I mean, everything that we do has been face-to-face. You know, the strength of Jelf is connecting with people one-on-one -on -one at events with 500 people or just one-on-one -on -one over coffee with me and a board member, me and Jenna Schulman, our CEO. Um, that's different. We need to keep our donors understanding that Jelf is relevant, that the need is there, that not only do we do the kids need our money now more than ever, um, but the need is increasing. You know, whether it's on Zoom or back on campus, you know, if kids are assembling their financial aid packages to go to college they need our help. And so I have to articulate that to our donors. It's, it's very important. So keeping all of the donors that we had in 2019, we have to keep them in 2020. But also, I need to think about retaining those and getting new donors. So the beautiful thing about our in-person events is we've got people that bring their friends, bring their colleagues, bring people that have never heard a lick about Jelf into the room, and they leave that event inspired and donating and all jazzed up. How do we replace that? And so our hope was the virtual event and the invitation that you just held up was gonna do that. Um, but we need to get creative and, and we really need to shift getting away from the face-to-face -face interactions, but you know, more direct mail, thinking in a very creative way of how do we use our marketing budget to, you know, if we're gonna send direct mail to people, how do we get them to really get excited? Or if we're gonna send them a digital ad or you know, work online more, how do we improve some of the design and, and strategy of articulating our mission? It, it's, um, it's a challenge. It's definitely a challenge. Yeah, sure is. And uh, it's a challenge that I am excited about to, sh to work with anyone on. It's something that uh, it's so it's fun to, to come up with the ideas and look at and every every organization has a different uh, supporter base. And, sure. and and some organizations focus on culture, not yes. just raising money. Uh, culture, I'm not community, but culture, too. But community is a big piece. Sure. Um, and so th there's so many different ways to go about that. Uh, and it's really what works best for you. And, and so one one follow up question to for you is uh, you talked about the in-person being so vital, you getting a cup of coffee and sitting sure. down with folks. Um, speaking of coffee, I did. I do want to mention my mug is from uh, my high school band so many years ago, <laughs> and I still have it. So when uh, you went to Taravella High School, did you ever hear about Jewish Educational Loan Fund? Did you ever hear about us? No, I wish I did, but um, well, but I was now, fortunate. My parents. Now we are um, hopefully on the radar of future Seth Wieners. Yes, Wieners. Uh, <laughs> so, are you doing a lot more? Are you are you now doing Zooms, uh, one on ones with folks all across the you know the country? You know, we started donors? we've started to do that. Um, a lot of it is over the phone. All of Jelf's board of directors meetings and um, the loan allocation meetings that we do have been shifted to Zoom. Um, we're not really doing anything in person yet. We are. We don't know when that's going to be. Um, right. We really. But, don't. but are you are you spending time calling people and saying, "Hey, can't meet you in person." 
Uh, but if you answer your door at three o'clock, there's going to be a cup of coffee and a bagel. Let's schmooze. I mean, like, are you doing this virtually or what? We're doing a lot on the phone. Some of it's virtually. A lot of emailing. Um, sending the video that we uh, that I just said that we the virtual event video and then the three minute video of the kids. You know, I can only talk till, till I'm blue in the face. We are very fortunate that we have hundreds of Jelfies that can speak about the organization. So right. I'm really lucky that they talk about it, that we have videos and images mm -hmm. of these students that say, you know, Jelf got me through when I didn't know where to go. That That's the kind yeah. of stuff that really moves the needle. And it's special that, you know, as much as I want to say that we've got alumni that donate every year and we do, it's great that they give us their time and they share their story. Uh -huh. That's special too. Yeah. And, and not the, these college, when they go to college, they don't have to like join Hillel or, uh, you know, they don't, there's no religious affiliation that they have to, you know, so like, uh, it, it, it's an there? interesting question. You know, we just like, there's a spectrum of need that when kids need our help, there's a spectrum of how Jewish you are. There are students that were, you know, they were bar mitzvah and they might go to Hillel for Shabbat here and there. You know, if they really prove that they deserve our funds, we'll give them money. The opposite mm -hmm. of the coin is if you, if you go to shul every night, and, you know, are a super Jew and are, you know, completely observant, of course, you'll also get our funds. And so the hope is that if someone is a little bit peripherally involved in Judaism and Jelf mm -hmm. helps them out, they're going to really feel it that much more and be further committed to going to shul, to going, maybe they'll make a trip to Israel with their wife or husband. You know, it's a really, it's a gentle nudge, we say, to Judaism instead of hitting them over the head. And there's no political side. You guys are bipartisan. Sure. Or, person, or anti, whatever it is. What's We're apolitical, Seth. We don't talk about politics. Go. We don't talk about politics. That's good. We care about your neighbor. We care about you. We want to get you through college. That's it. All right. It's well, simple. I appreciate your time so much. Is there anything else you want to share about Jelf before we you go? No, we just, uh, if you've never heard us ever before, follow us on Facebook. Check out our website. It's brand new. We just had a complete website redesign. Jelf.org. It's your friend. Uh, it's a very nicely designed website where it's really streamlined. Donate here. Ask us for money here. It's all donors or applicants. That's the real, those are the two pools of people that we care about. Um, I do want to pull up one graphic before we're done. Sure. Can you talk a little bit about this? Sure. So to, this is really, it shows the five states that we serve, which is Virginia down the coast. Now in Virginia, we only help kids in Richmond, Roanoke, Charlottesville, Virginia Beach. The whole D.C. area is covered by a different agency. So Virginia is technically, it's excluding the metro D.C. area. Okay. The rest of the five okay. states is pretty much the five-state region. Um, and this is the criteria for someone to apply for a GELF loan. It's pretty straightforward. They're need-based loans. You have to be Jewish. You have to be good at academic standing, good academic, uh, good U.S. citizen status, have to have a co-signer, and you need to really prove it. This is all done through the FAFSA process. Um, I think that's pretty much it, yeah. All right, well, one way we close coffee connections yes sir is by you our guest getting to okay. choose our next guest is there an atlanta-based nonprofit that you think well we should chat with and have you a know i was just with? chatting with a friend of mine that went to some high school in carl springs and rings a bell can you show me that mug again um oh yeah taravella um i'm in the mood for a certain sub from los Patas. um anyway my friend gabby leon spat she went to taravella no, she really. Is, she's the executive director of a great nonprofit here in town called the Blue Dove Foundation. They are they all do? about um, trying to mitigate substance abuse and mental health issues within the Jewish community. And they've really done a great job. They have a lot of great programming and great content. And I think you should talk to her. So there you go. That's my recommendation. I, I would love to. All right. Well, 
connect me after our uh, sure. chat here. You can just uh, say, thank yeah. you so much. I will let everyone know coming up. Uh, we're going to take next Tuesday off, uh, but we kick back up on Thursday, the 6th. The uh, our last guest, Kathy Parlato with the Waldorf of Atlanta, Waldorf School of Atlanta, suggested the Giving Kitchen, and uh, Jennifer with the Giving Kitchen is going to sit down with us for a, or sit down with is me. That gonna say, uh, catered, is that going to be catered? Coffee is that going to be catered at Staple House, one of the best restaurants in Atlanta? <laughs> you, Should you be. Know she, she's an owner. How do you know that? Look at you. Look, this guy. This guy knows everyone. So hey, Josh, th- I, I can't wait to see you again. Uh, hopefully in person, but. Yes. Uh, you know, I do I do running over at Lullwater. You walk your dog there. So, you know, maybe a six-foot distant yes. uh, wave will be able to yes. do. Give your wife a hug and kiss. Yes. And, and instead, um, of, uh, instead of next year in Jerusalem, next year in Coral Springs. <laughs> next year in person. In person. How about that? Yes, in person. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Uh, thanks, thanks for tuning in. Good to see you. Yes, you as well. Take Ciao. care, everyone. Thank you so much.